You're listening to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, episode 121. You are back from Labor Day. If you have children, they're back in school. And you are officially in the last trimester of 2022. And whether you've hit your goals or not, it is up to you to decide what is next for you. But I am here to tell you there is plenty of time left and plenty of opportunities out there. Last Friday, the U.S. Labor Department reported that the jobless rate rose to 3.7% in August from a half-century low of 3.5% the prior month. The increase in the unemployment rate reflected more workers entering the labor force, and the share of adults working or seeking a job rose to 62.4% in August from 62.1% in July. And it's worth noting that participation among women ages 25 through 54 jumped to its highest level since 2000. What does this all mean for you? Well, in today's episode, I will share some tips with you to help you navigate this job market right now and help you strategically position yourself between now and the end of the year to help you create your next advancement opportunity. This is the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, and I'm your host, John Narrell. I help mid-career professionals who feel stuck, undervalued, and underutilized show up to find a job they love or love the job they have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are an active job seeker or wondering if now is the right time for you to start looking for a job, I've got a few thoughts for you to consider. First, are you doing the work you want to do? What's making you happy? Granted, you are not going to like every aspect of your job. Even as a business owner, I can share that there are some things I enjoy doing more than others, but I am also very fortunate that I love my business. I love helping you create your next advancement opportunity, whether you work with me one-on-one, you're going to work with me in my new group, or you're a listener to this podcast or even in my Facebook group. But here's what I want to know. Does the work you do each day align with your strengths and values? Do you believe you are valued and appreciated at your organization? Do you wake up each morning and are excited about doing at least one thing in your workday? As you think about the answer to those questions, I want you to rate your job happiness and satisfaction on a scale of one to 10, where 10 is the highest. So I want you to take a moment right now and rate your job satisfaction on that scale of one to 10. More than likely, you came up with that number pretty quickly. Here's what I want you to know. If that number is anything less than 10, I want you to ask yourself what needs to happen for you to increase your job happiness and satisfaction by one or two points. Sit with that for a moment. If you need to pause this recording, go ahead and do that. 
This is your opportunity to dig deeply into what you are thinking and feeling about your current employment situation. When you think about how your happiness and job satisfaction are impacted by increasing that rating by one or two points, what do you have control over? Do you need to have a conversation with your boss about taking on more responsibilities? How likely is it that you are positioned to be promoted between now and the end of the year or to be assured that you will be on that list of people who are considered promotion eligible and they're going to advocate for you in a promotion? How likely is it that you're going to get that promotion? Who do you need to talk to about your career path and where do you want it to go? Helping people identify the kind of work they want to do and where they are most valuable is one of the favorite things I get to do as a career coach. It is extremely gratifying when a client gets clear about the direction they want to take. It's amazing to see how their momentum shifts because they know what it is that they want. And sometimes they have to go through a lot of pain before they get to me. And that pain is filled with the frustration and the angst about not getting their desired results. Can you relate to that? It doesn't have to be a hopeless scenario. When you believe you are 100% responsible for your career, when you believe that, you will take action toward whatever it is you want. It starts with you. It starts with you and the belief that you refuse to settle because you are know you are, you know you are capable of doing more than what you are doing right now. Here's my second tip for you. Be careful who you are listening to. Let me say that again. Be careful who you are listening to. Now, I'm honored that each week you put me in your ears and we get to have a conversation and I share some information with you. I am honored. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. But there have been times in my career where I have gone to multiple people, family, friends, colleagues, and solicited a whole ton of advice in all honesty, waiting for someone to validate what I was thinking. Getting advice can be very helpful. And what I am saying here about being careful who you are listening to is I want you to keep that circle close, tight, and trusted. Here's what you have to be careful of, though. Be careful when that advice is unsolicited. It can create a lot of grief and upset. There is no denying that people have varying opinions about the job market, even more so right now. Just to give you an idea, here are some of the things I have heard people say to job seekers. Listen to see if any of these are are things you've heard as well. You have a good paying job. Be grateful for that. Eh, just suck it up. Everybody isn't happy in their jobs all the time. 
don't know if you've been seeing the news lately. Now is not the time to look for a job. You should wait until the market gets better. You know you're poison. You don't know what else is out there. As a coach, I have no agenda for what a client wants to do. By that, I mean my job as a coach is to get very curious about what they believe they will like about a particular job or going to work for a particular company. And when they entertain a job offer, all I do is help them evaluate that offer by asking them a lot of questions to help them process their decisions. I like to ask the questions they're either afraid to ask themselves or no one has asked them yet. As a coach, I help people make decisions. I don't make the decisions for them. I'll acknowledge someone else's thoughts, though, about various job situations. For example, when someone says to me, my folks are very nervous about me making a career change. They think I should stick it out. I'll say something like, well, I'm sure your parents care very much about you, but you're telling me their thoughts. I want to know yours. When we go and we solicit advice from people, keep that list close, tight, and trusted. But when somebody else comes to you and they're offering their thoughts on your situation and you haven't asked them for that, that is a great time for you to show up and set some ground rules about what you are willing to accept and not. You may want to say something like, I appreciate your concern. I'm very confident I'm going to figure this out. Thank you. Or you might say something like, it sounds like you have some very strong opinions about the job market right now. Just want to take a moment to acknowledge those are your thoughts and they're not necessarily mine. And kindly, please don't offer me any advice unless I ask you for it. That can be pretty bold. can also be very powerful as you set those ground rules and you create those boundaries for who and what you choose to let in. The last thing I want to offer you here, though, is that a career transition does not have to be overwhelming. I was listening to a podcast over the weekend, and one of the comments that was made by the guest was, that looking for a new job needs to be another full-time job. And yes, they acknowledge that those thoughts can be very daunting and overwhelming. It's it's why building a GPS, specifically a mid-career GPS, takes a lot of that overwhelm out because we build the career transition steps very systematically. But when you think oh, if I'm going to have to go find a new job, it's going to take me a lot of time. Does that get you excited? Does that make you do something you actually want to go do? No. We like doing things that are fun. It's why sitting on the couch and watching Netflix or scrolling through reels on Instagram or TikTok is a lot more entertaining 
than doing something that in all honesty, yes, it can be some hard work. Doesn't have to be a full-time job though. We have talked many times on this podcast about how our brains default to negative thinking. It's our brain's way of protecting us from harm or disappointment. And it's also the perfect time to pause and think about how accurate or true that is when it comes to your career transition. So for example, you need to update your resume. Well, consider hiring a professional resume writer. Coming up in a few weeks, I am going to have a conversation with Portia Parker Griffin from Fly High Coaching. She and her company handle all of the resumes for my career transition clients. They do outstanding work. And you are going to love the conversation I have with Portia. If you are wondering about whether you can do the resume yourself or not, make sure make sure to come back and listen to that one. That doesn't need to be an overwhelming process. If you need to, if you need help with your LinkedIn, here's a simple tip: start with your headline and your headshot. Make that little change. Keep it clear, clean, and easy to understand. You want people to read that headline on your LinkedIn profile to know exactly what it is that you do. In previous episodes, when we've talked about creating a unique professional value statement, I mentioned that I start that off with, I help. Your LinkedIn profile may start off your headline with, I help or helping. When we hear the word help, we start building relationships differently. Build your network a person at a time. Think about what questions trip you up in an interview and work on that response. Get better at telling your story from a place of value and service. These are all things that I have heard people say over and over and over again. And admittedly, when I was going through career transition, that was things I considered as well. And all of a sudden, we add those things up because our brain works very quickly. And now, all of a sudden, it's not just a few minutes. It's a few months. Career transition does not have to be overwhelming. If you are considering looking for a new job between now and the end of the year, and you are trying to get things together and in place, you can do that. You can do it quickly, easily, without a lot of stress and overwhelm. And I will simply offer you that those are things I can help you with. Those are things I do every day for my one-on-one clients, and they get results. They get interviews and they land new jobs. So before we go, I just want to offer you this. Now is an excellent time to find a new job or level up your current position if you are ready to do so. Do not let the market dictate what you can or can't do. If you want to find a new job, there are companies out there who are looking for someone exactly like you and what you do. Do not let the market dictate what you can or can't do. Notice I didn't say should or shouldn't do. For example, I would not recommend quitting your job immediately without having a solid plan or runway 
to ensure you can honor all of your obligations. Let's not get crazy here, my friends. But you can start building a plan or a GPS to help you get there. And once you have the plan in place, the runway won't seem so long because you'll be able to take that plan to get you where you want to be, and you'll figure out the steps you want to take to help you get there. One of the biggest concerns that comes up certainly happens to be around the interview. If I could just get through the interview, if I could just calm my nerves, if I could speak more confidently, if I could build a better relationship with the hiring manager, if I could answer that one behavioral question that always seems to trip me up. Imagine going into your next interview, being more prepared, feeling more confident, and more confident about how to answer any interview question you are given. What would that feel like for you? How would you feel going into that interview, showing up in a way that you had the executive or leadership presence or the talent presence that was attractive to somebody that they just wanted to get to know you more because they wanted to know how you were going to help them? Well, if you get nervous during your interviews or you feel you aren't answering questions correctly or you're getting job interviews, but you're not getting job offers, here's how I can help. And I can help pretty quickly. I'm launching a brand new interview preparation bootcamp and you're all invited to join. We start this Thursday, September 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Now, you can check the show notes or visit my website, johnnerrell.com forward slash group hyphen program. Now, in that, you'll see more information about this program. But here's one of the best things about being part of a group. You get support. You build community. You learn from others. They're asking questions you haven't thought about, or they're asking the questions you have been thinking about. And you're like, oh, I want to hear how they answer that. You get to celebrate successes, honor challenges. And this program is one month, one month to work on a specific part of building your mid career GPS. All you have to do is click the show notes to uh, go to the website and enroll or go to my website at johnnarrell.com forward slash group hyphen program. Registration closes this Thursday, September 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern because our first session begins at 7 p.m. Eastern this Thursday, September 8th. I look forward to seeing you there. Certainly, if you have any questions about the program or more details that you um, may come up from looking at the landing page or the website, you can just simply email me at john at johnnerrell.com or message me directly on LinkedIn. Happy to answer those for you. So as we recap here, do not let the market dictate what you can or cannot do in terms of finding a job. When it comes to your job satisfaction and happiness, first question, are you happy doing the work that you want to do? Secondly, be careful about who you are, who you are listening to. 
set up those boundaries so you are not getting unsolicited advice that may be harmful or detrimental to your process or your thoughts as you move to create your next advancement opportunity. And lastly, a career transition does not have to be overwhelming. So all that being said, I am excited to see what you get to create between now and the end of the year. I look forward to seeing you in the group program. Go to johnnarrell.com forward slash group hyphen coaching or check the show notes to get in. I look forward to seeing you there with me on Thursday, uh, September 8th. It sounds so strange for me to say September 8th because this summer has flown by, but we start Thursday, September 8th at 7 p.m. And I'll leave you with this. You will build your mid-career GPS one mile or one step at a time, and how you show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen, and I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free copy of the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart to help you start building your mid-career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.